What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? everybody, welcome to Self Helpless. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And we're so excited about today's guest. I can't believe he agreed to do it. Uh, <laughs> and now that he's doing it actively here now, I feel comfortable saying that. Uh, you know love him. you, love mornings, <laughs> love chatting. And you were such a great guest on my podcast. Although I'm not a tit for tatter. I yeah. hate tit for tat. Yeah? Yeah? That's just right away. I didn't mean to jump in, but like, no, please. if I do something nice for my wife, I yeah. deliberately say, like, this is not because you did that, or, you know, yeah, I yeah. hate that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hate that. You I feel even more honored, because, though. Like, yeah, yeah, because I wanted to do it, oh, that's but cool. as an added bonus, you were wonderful on my podcast. People oh, loved it. Very nice. That's People very nice. Uh, the man speaking is Pete Holmes, everybody. Yeah. The, man's, yeah. the, man's, the, man's, the man The man's explaining <laughs> is Pete Holmes, everybody. The man in the room. I couldn't stand to have a woman launch the podcast. Good evening, everybody. God self help us. Oh my gosh. Please go. I'm so sorry. I was just excited. No, no, you're fine. I mean, do we even need to introduce you, honestly? One thing we do know that like you are gonna knock out of the park as we always start the show with a quote. Lay it on us. As many quotes as you want. Because well, I have a ton of quotes. I told you ladies off Mm. off microphone that I that I I'm a quote person. Mm. Yeah. Self help person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love self help. Self help. Self help. Self help. That's how much self help I need. (laughs) I can't say it. Um, I love self help. Um, This is Richard Rohr, who's a Franciscan friar. Don't back off. He's pro lady. He's pro gay. He doesn't think you're going to hell. He doesn't believe anything. He's just the greatest. Okay. Uh, And he says that this is a quote. He says, "Love is learning to say yes to what is," and I think that is. We all throw around the word love, and and we're trying to say. We love things, and here's how it applies to me practically. It's 9:30, and my, I have a baby, and 
She gets up at like 5.30 sometimes, sometimes 6, mostly 6. Yeah. But she gets up very early. And as I was saying, I had a spot last night. And, and, and you're waking up and it's still dark. That's basically the thing. And yeah. you're not catching a flight. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're just, you're just going to get your baby. And you love your baby. It's not like my, my baby doesn't annoy me. There's no like cigarette in my mouth. I'm like, God damn it. There's, not, there's no energy I like that. I used to that. be a legend. Yeah. 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 I don't, it's not even like I wish I was sleeping. It, it, it's so beyond thought, your love for your baby. Wow. Where's the yeah. L button? <laughs> but it's true. You so, have a beautiful baby. And she's yeah. the most beautiful baby, and she's yeah. a really great baby. And if you put her to bed at 7, waking up at 6, pretty good. Yeah, oh, that's great. And if I yeah. went to bed at 7, I'd be yeah. like, eh, this is bad. but I go to bed at like 10, 10, or, like 10 or 11. Right. So it's early for me. And also when I'm doing press, I do this. Like you have to get up before you want to for stuff like that. Anyway, here's how it applies to me in practical terms. You're waking up, your eyes are opening in a dark room. And I'll say out loud, I'll say yes, I'll say yes. And that's kind of a cheesy way, but it's very practical. Your brain has no idea what to do. This is very Buddhist. I'm sorry to be so spiritual. I'm just no, saying. No, we this love is it. why we this had you on. Oh, this is the place. Okay. Yes. This is a safe yes. Lay it all. I'm, I'm not spiritual because it's a hobby or, or because I think it's cool. You know, <laughs> right. it's, it's because I desperately need it and enjoy it. Yeah. So that's why it's going to come out. It's, so Buddhism is a lot of it is our suffering comes from resistance, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's from a story that you tell yourself. So in the morning you could be telling yourself a story like I should be sleeping longer, or mm-hmm. it's unfair that I have to get up right now, or you know to take it out of the baby realm. It's like when I'm doing, I was just doing a lot of press for my book, and like when you're waking up in the morning, and, and you just did that. You, you had the exact same day the day before, and now you're doing like 15 things. It's a privilege, but you're also tired. You just say yes. Your brain doesn't know what to do. It, it, it removes the resistance. Mm-hmm. And then in the Buddhist way, it removes the suffering. Your brain, but almost, I think you could almost look at it biochemically. Your brain doesn't know what to do if you're suffering and you say yes to it. And I'm talking about yeah. small suffering. I don't want to, let's right, not even right. get into big suffering where people are really like really yeah. hurting and, and deep stuff. Let's not trivialize that. But with our little piddly stuff, mm-hmm. when we say yes to it, our brain, like the, they printed the wrong galley of my book. Mm. It's the wrong draft. It's like the second draft. Yeah. And that's the one that they send out to be reviewed and stuff. And it's my mm. first book. Comedy Sex God. Yeah. And I'm flipping through it and I'm like super sad that oh. like there's like chapters in there that I cut out and like oh, just like wow. just like, oh, yeah, yeah. like yeah. wrong yeah. titles. There's not just typos, just like wrong stuff and yeah. stuff that I hadn't finished. And I was just really upset about it. Um and by that I mean I'm I'm kinda I'm not good with anger and confrontation so I don't like yell and throw stuff but I, I go inside I like start yeah. to fold inside and then I remembered what the book said and this sort of stuff is in the book and I, and I started saying yes thank you not just yes but thank you mm. meaning like hmm. I'm here to live I'm here to suffer too it's part of it mm. somebody yeah. explained as soon as you move forward backwards exists so as soon as you have pleasure like pain exists so we're yeah. here to do all of it mm. we can't just have a non-stop ranch dressing hose <laughs> That would be insane. Yeah, that that's was. from The Simpsons. Yeah. I want to point out that Homer dreams of a ranch dressing house. Want to footnote my my riffs. <laughs> but so what I'm saying is, you're here for all of it. So as soon as you sort of love is saying yes to what is, including yeah. your suffering, and then you, you can see that your brain just goes like, it, the suffering stops. Mm-hmm. Meaning you can still see it. It's still like a burning coal, but you're not clinging to it. Right. You're not clinging to the story of it, and that's really where the pain is. You give it some space, and you say yes, thank you. And then suddenly you're like, this happened. 
it's not even like about practical. Like, what are we going to do about it? It's not about that. Yeah. It's just like, here it is. Yeah. Yeah. I am, I am the universe experiencing disappointment right now. And like, yeah. I, I'm not going to push that away and wait for the next blast from the ranchos. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's, yes. not, that's not a life. Life yeah. is all of it. Life is your baby waking up. Life is mm. bad sets. Like, it comes out in comedy, too. Yeah. This It I, hurts that you... Go ahead. ...gestured to me as you said bad <laughs> sets. No, no, no. no, no. Are you the lady stand-up? I'm so yes. sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. 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 And a stand-up. Yeah. But I, my, my nanny, uh, she's a wonderful stand-up. Her name's Katie Fischel. She has a great Instagram, sex is weird, with underscores. She's so funny. <laughs> anyway, she had a bad set and I had a bad set. And I was saying that, like, the bad sets are kind of like pulling the bow back mm. on the, you know, shooting an yeah. arrow for the good one. Like, yeah. the, the oh. good one is better because you had the bad one. Mm-hmm. Again, I if it was that. just ranch dressing sets, yeah. Yeah. you'd never feel anything. It, yeah. It would be the Twilight Zone. You'd just be like, well, I killed and I killed. But sometimes yeah. I'll be performing and you just see, like, a lot of women in their, like, late 60s and you're just like, I don't have anything for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you eat shit. And then the next one you're like... And my, my wife, Val, teaches uh, a dance class, and yeah. she's having the same thing. Mm-hmm. She'll sub for a class, and there's only, like, five people, and she could tell they don't like her music because she's younger or whatever. And then the next time she does it, and it's 12 people her age, and she kills it, and we're having, like, the same experience. Yes. So it's not just stand-ups. It's, like, the, the bad shit informs the good shit. In fact, yeah. Yeah. they're the same side. They're different sides of the same coin. Like, they don't yeah. exist without each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's an important... Absolutely. I love that. Great. Yeah. No, no, that's but, great. So you're here. Why don't you yes, thank you. I, I like it. Just because I love how you put things. I mean, Kelsey's getting married in three days. OMG, congrats. So we were talking thank about you. this beforehand. <laughs> of, uh, you've been married for how long now? It's closing in on closing in. Closing. Opening up to. You know that Seinfeld? Well, you're engaged. He goes, you're engaged. Like a gear. Yeah. Yeah. That's he true. also likens it to being on the on the roller coaster where it's tick, 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 tick. Yeah. Which I don't really agree with that, just so you know. He's, he's like a, he's a weird guy. I don't think he would agree with that anymore because yeah. he's married and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it's been almost two years. But we've been together for five years, I think, before that. We're okay. both very bad at the total. Yeah, but it's yeah. been like seven. Nice. That's the same amount of time. Yeah, yeah, been yeah we've been together for seven years. Oh, that's great. Yeah. What is, yeah. What is his He's world? He's also a comedian. He's a comedian. Yeah, yes. that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Is he a comedian? <laughs> he is. What is his world? Where does he live? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have uh, any advice, any like marriage advice? Did things well, the, change, you feel like, when you got married? The tit for tat thing is huge. I love that. That really resonated with me yeah. because that's Don't something that I, I know that I tend to do. But both ways where if, like I see him like doing house cleaning, yeah. I immediately go, oh, I should do that so it yeah. feels balanced. Mm. And then I can get resentful. If I do something and he isn't doing something similar, then I'll in my head be keeping that running tally. I and think yeah. it's really important. Okay, so Ram Dass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I studied religion in college, so I'm I'm in all of what you're saying. Well, Rondas, I like the way he looks at it. He says that, like, somebody that you love, it's very, it's actually kind of technical and not romantic, is the impetus, is the stimulus that unlocks the place in you where you are love, right? So when you say, I am in love with you, he likens it to being in a hot tub. It's like you're in the tub of love with them, and they happen to have 
the whatever it is. It could be physical. It could be emotional, relational. It doesn't matter. They help you get into that place that when we were kids picking up dandelion seeds, we were just there. Yeah. And then we lose oh, it because so nice. of a wound, usually around the age of seven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oof, it, for yeah. almost everybody, it's crazy. It doesn't how last it long. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you have a psychological wound and, and we start to build and protect our, our hearts, right? Yeah. And that's totally normal. And then you find somebody. And if you're an achiever like me, it's very important to find somebody that you can like be yourself with and yes. not have to produce for. Yes. Um, so then I like to think, there's a couple things I say to Val. I want to try and remember all of them because I think they're helpful. One is what we say, we're in love together. Right? Yeah. We're in love together. Meaning it. it's not about proving it. I also say to her, I go, I, I love you. I don't pretend to love you. Like I'll do the dishes. The other thing, I think, I, I think this, I can't speak for women, but I'll speak for men. I think it's important for men to be alone at some point. Oh, yeah. Because you do your own goddamn dishes and you, you know, change your own sheets and all that stuff. Stuff that when I was growing up, that's what your mom did. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm not saying that's normal or right. I'm just saying that's totally, a lot of people yeah. my age. They had mothers that did the laundry. Right. Yeah. So do your own fucking laundry. I did. Right. For a very important period of my life. So when I do the dishes, I think I'm doing our dishes. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. This is, again, it's the Buddhist. It's the story. Like, my father would have told himself a story like, I work all goddamn day. You should do the fucking dishes. Mm-hmm. A big a big mm-hmm. point of tension for men and women um, in that traditional setup is like, what do you even do? So yeah. Val and I, when I do something, and when she does something, we have a word for that because we felt like there was a, we're very non-confrontational people. And it breaks our heart to even think that, you know, that we've displeased the other person or something. So if I do the dishes, we almost make a game out of it. I'll, I'll say, we have a word for it, which is akimbo. We just go like, akimbo, I did the dishes. Meaning, <laughs> I did the dishes, I hope you see that I love you. Instead of, yeah. I did the dishes, you should do them next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does it all the time. Yeah. I don't really notice. I, I might not notice that she folded the laundry. And, and we don't want that to build up and be a resentment. Just to say, Akimbo, I, I don't know if you saw, I cleaned the whole house and I did the laundry today. And, I, and I, I'm happy. Yeah. I don't go like, oh, now she's up on me. I'm like, thank you. We're in love together. You're, you're being a good steward of mm-hmm. our love together. Yeah. It's our space together. Yeah. The most important one is, is, I, is, is thinking of your relationship. Okay, so a marriage is like two becoming one, right? That's yeah. kind of the idea. I mean, I don't love that idea, no, but I, 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 I mean, I understand the thing. I understand. When Sinbad did my podcast, he goes, he was, I think he was maybe divorced, maybe twice divorced. I'm not sure. But he was like, two becoming one. That's subtraction. <laughs> and I was like, that's a good bet. Oh, that's a good bet. That's a good bet. I just don't, I don't like, and, and no offense to any of our listeners who did this other ceremony, and maybe you did it at your wedding ceremony. I promise but... you we didn't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there were no candles. Again. There was no organ. There was no communion. Right. Again. No, no offense to any of our listeners who did this, but when people do that sand thing where they take oh, yeah. a bottle of the... Wife has a bottle of sand. The husband has a bottle of sand, and they pour it into one big thing. And they go, "Now this is symbolizing two people becoming one person, basically." And I always just feel like that's so icky because it's like, no, you're still your own person. Yeah, it's like a Venn diagram. Like you have a circle, and that's your relationship together. But I think you still need to be your own person. And so I just haven't liked that symbolism. But I mean, for some people, that feels right. That's that's valid. I, I think. I think what you're saying right now is is head head correct. Yes. And then there's there's another level. I'm not right. saying it's not right. In right. fact, I'm fiercely me. Yeah. I'm fiercely defensive of Val being her own person. But there is something like sort of I don't want to cosmically going on. Yeah. Uh, 
they, we read a poem at my uh, wedding. If you want to Google it, it yeah. starts with a man and a woman uh, sit in a room together or something. Okay. And the point of, the point of it is is that like the relationship is a third thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you're both feeding this third thing. It's not two people together. This is this is sounding a little weird, I guess. I but it's like, like it's like yeah. a, a third thing that you can't see that you yeah. can't touch. You know about it. Yeah. It sort of exists, yeah. but you're creating this. Yeah. It's almost like another person is, mm, is the relationship. Yeah, totally. But we, Val and I get a lot of mileage in, a, in sort of a practical way, speaking in these woo-woo terms, it actually has a very practical purpose, is I like to say to Valerie, I see you in there, which means I see that she's not her body, that she's not my wife, that she's not a woman, that she's not an American. She's, in there, she's a consciousness. Mm-hmm. She's in there. Yeah. We're all, we all sort of get lost in the identification with our bodies. And look, I send, I have stand up about this. You send the hand, I want coffee, and you, and you pour, pour it where I am, yeah. you know, behind yeah. the eyes. I'm in here. <laughs> but we all know that, like, you look at my baby, it, it just is isness. It just is. Mm, yeah. It's just a thing of is. It's light, you know? Yeah. And then a thing grows around it. Yeah. And then you go around, and the world kind of throws a lot of identity at you. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah. That's what we're doing with our sports teams and our country and our state and our cars and our jobs. And yeah. It's all kind of make-believe stuff. If yeah. you could really strip it down, if you had a near-death experience, if you had a psychedelic experience, if you had a mystical experience, you would kind of remember that you are just what's looking at your eyes right now. We call that awareness. Christians call it the soul. Mm-hmm. Hindus call it the Atman. Everybody has, everybody has a word for it. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, and we're not talking about a God thing. We're just, we're just saying... You are, yeah. science calls it consciousness. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Unencumbered, pure consciousness. And that's who she really is. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. So just like I say to my baby, I say to Val, I'm like, I'm here to help. That's a big mantra in our relationship is like, I'm on your side. Yeah. We're not open. But if she had sex with somebody else, I'd want to be like, it yeah. sucks that she could tell her friend, but not me. I know that's mm. weird, oh, and that's I don't so want her to have sex yeah. with somebody else. You know, yeah. if I'm being honest, it probably yeah. it would hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm tired of getting so lost in the identification of I'm your husband, and yeah. this is a contract, and this matters, and we're Americans, and we're young, and we're parents. <laughs> right. No, we're not. I'm here to help. I'm on your side, and and I, I get it. Like. I want to love her enough that she could leave me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, because if yeah. she wanted to leave me, I'd be like, "Fuck, this is devastating for me." But like, I'm I'm for you. You know yes, how if you absolutely. did something weird, 
You got yeah. stoned and you kissed a boy at Coachella, even though you're engaged, <laughs> Taylor. Yeah. Like, you tell your friends. I think that's sort of fucking weird. Like, I yeah. want to be, like, so open and free for her that yeah. she could sort of tell me anything. Yeah. That's and when you nice. have that, you can start doing the dishes yeah. <laughs> with a little bit of a different intention. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I love, love. I've heard you talk about um, this on on your podcast, I think, about <laughs> you and Val saying, like, I only want good for you. I only want good for you. Which yeah. is mm-hmm. in that sense, which I love that so mm-hmm. much where you're like, yeah, I want what's going to make you happy. That's right. Even if it right. fucks with me and yeah. my plan. That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. It, it's really trying to get into that unconditional stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I want to give her the stuff that I want. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. We'll go around going like, I, I matter. But that's why I say, I see you in there. Like, you're yeah. the same thing. Yeah. That's what namaste means. It doesn't mean class is over. <laughs> <laughs> it means when I'm in that, like, pure place in me and you're yeah. in the pure yeah. place in you, we're the same thing. Yeah. Right. So we're just sort of like, yeah. That's our daughter's name is Leela. It's just the dance, it's the play. So, like, if yeah. even if we're having, of the universe, if yeah. we're having like a. Uh, a conflict. Yeah. Val and I don't fight because we're both very waspy, polite people. <laughs> but, you know, it's it, it, that can be dangerous. You know, yeah. my, my first mm-hmm. wife and I didn't fight. So we need to be careful about communicating and stuff. But yeah. we also need to be careful not to get lost in the illusion. I don't mean to be too new agey, but it's what are you talking about? Like right. everything is is made up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And like what what story are you acting out that I've violated and Oh, in yeah, some yeah. way and can it be solved with snuggling yeah. <laughs> but all that Those stuff things, yeah. just makes me feel when I hear you talk about all that I'm like well then you could just have that with anybody like you could you just pick somebody and go no matter yeah. what you do this is it you know right. what I mean like non-resistance yes. like Buddha could date anybody yes yeah, right. exactly. but we're not Buddha we're yeah. not Buddha right right you're, yeah. so you're so helpful and that's that's a great comic mind is is to call bullshit on something like that. I don't mean you're saying bullshit. I'm saying like let's get in let's peel that yeah. back. That's really great in theory. Right. The truth is when I was like dating and stuff, it was really really hard for me to find anybody that I could even tolerate. Like I was yeah. a little bit like Seinfeld where I was like she eats her peas one at a time. <laughs> like, I just and it would be something like energetically. Like yeah. I, I, I'm I, I don't I'm not proud of this, but I'd be at a party and uh, I'd see somebody and I'd be like, "Could I date that hat?" I'd just be like, I don't know if I can date that hat. Well, you know right away too, and I feel I feel like especially for comics, because our job is to be so vulnerable on stage that I think we find that connection with people either really quickly or not at all. I think we're good at that. We read audiences, we read people. Yeah. And with Valerie, I I really did get a very, very strong sense right away. So but when I was single, I, I would go around and, you know, I wasn't as into the stuff as I am now, but I'd be going around being pretty open and like wanting to yeah. meet somebody. And, and I'm a relationship person, so wanting to be in a relationship and like really going like, I, I'm not seeing anybody. Yeah. And then one of the things that's really Barf City is like, <laughs> it is like when you know, you know. And, yeah. And true. when I got married, it was really, really, really. It was the happiest thing I've ever done. Yeah. And I say to, I, I think language is super important in relationships. I say to Valerie all the time, like, I marry you every day. It's so sad. No, I love important. that. Yeah. I love that. Like, I choose you every yeah. day. I that you. idea rather than like, okay, well, we put a 
stamp on yep. a piece of paper in the yeah. court. Now Stuck here. it's uh, yeah. My, yeah, ball and like I hate so, that idea. I would yeah. I like Mary more than choose, and just because it's a podcast and podcast is talking, I, I won't just let it go. Choose, <laughs> choose, choose is very head. Mary Mary is irrational. Mm. It goes back to two things becoming one. So like te- technically, yeah, I'm fiercely independent. I'm goddamn Pete Holmes. I go around and <laughs> yell at people that I'm Pete Holmes, and I go, yeah. like, Do you see me that I'm Pete Holmes? And they go, We see you, and I go, Thank you. <laughs> now film that and put it on TV so everyone can see that I'm Pete Holmes. So yeah, yeah. I'm that. Yeah. And but marriage is ir- is irrational. God is irrational. Love is irrational. All of these things don't yeah. make sense. So that's why I'm like, two things becoming one is that namaste thing. It's like mm. going like, who I really am is merging, is remembering yeah. that I'm you. Yeah. So Valerie and I are very careful. Like, I choose you sounds like somebody goes like, you know, love is a choice. I'm like, get yeah. the fuck out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> love is not a choice. It's an right. irrational. Mm. I mean, it, it can be on the practical level, but a little bit deeper. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely. like a, a very love is the erotic, pulsing, yeah. undulating fountain like yes, yeah. that's causing cells to split. And these ones will be water and these ones will be dark matter. It's like it's a fucking infinite yeah. yes. Yeah. It's not a choice. It's right. what we are. Right. I like to say God doesn't love us. We are God's love. People don't like the word God, but I'm just yeah, saying right. this this is it. You yeah. are at home here and you are mm-hmm. at play, and you are love. Yeah. You are love. So it's not choosing to stay with Henry who sucks. <laughs> That's the kind of love Henry that makes, would it suck. makes me Fuck. so soft. I don't like that. Yeah. I choose yeah. you. It's yeah. love is hard. I, I get it. I it can be, but like I, I want to get to a a place You're beyond right. that. No, yeah. no, no, no. No, but I like saying the, I marry you every day. I like the verbiage of that better. So yeah. yeah. I also more. say you're my best friend. Yeah. I like to say you're my only friend, even though that's Aww. not true. <laughs> and then when it comes to having a baby, a lot, what happened in my family is I was so clearly my mother's favorite. So I have like baggage around that mm. that I didn't want that to happen with me. See, there's there's you know me being like I still want to be yeah. your yeah. guy. We say like. Uh, how do we put it? We go like, Leela is our best friend. You know, oh, like yeah. Val is my best friend. Like you, yeah. keep, you keep this thing alive and yeah. you go like, and this thing, the third thing that we create together loves Leela more than anything in the world. But you don't get into like the good son scenarios. Of course, right. you drop me off the cliff to save Leela. What are you talking about? That's I'm dropping myself to save this other <laughs> yeah. next generation. It's just... Yeah. No, I think that's when we when we only think about love, it's not going to ever make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like the idea of pure love versus control. A lot of people enter a marriage and then they think, "Oh, I get to control this person's actions and thoughts and whereabouts." That's right. And now yes. it's no, it's just like, yeah, we're all the same shit. That's like right. yeah. basically everything you that's said right. is my belief too. Right. Um, is like, yeah, we're all we're all the same. Whether you call it love or God or energy or consciousness or whatever, mm-hmm. like. I don't know. I don't know what this is, but it is because how could yeah. it not be? We're here. Like, it's kind of just this right. weird, like, yeah. if people can just get past all the weird labels and symbols that we put on shit that, like you said, doesn't matter. Like, we put ourselves in suits and story. go to the office. It's, it's like, we're just all animals. Yeah. And then that's an animal. And that's, you know, it's just, yeah. So but I think you, you put you it well, very well. In If I can see it in Val, that's like 
real equality. It's separating yeah. from a story. Right. The story, yeah. and a lot of them are stories that we just saw our parents doing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I catch myself feeling how my dad would feel. Where did I get that? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just a, I was just a sponge and I was just absorbing yeah. like different traumas and stuff. But it's not who I really am. I want someone that'll help me wake up. I want someone that makes me more free. Yeah. I want someone yeah. that makes me less identified with all mm. of this. But so many people use relationships as a way to like steam seal in the illusion <laughs> and go yeah. like, and now you'd better not drink too fucking much <laughs> or whatever. When you're, when, you know what I mean? You're just having the fight that your parents were having. Yeah, right? yeah. Because, right. because the ego lo- and the small self loves it's the juice. It's the fun. Yeah. Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> like, it well, loves that. Like, it loves yeah. to suffer and it loves the drunk. <laughs> he didn't call me back. Like, we love it. Like, yeah. somewhere deep yeah. down, we love it because it yeah. means we're alive. People call we're it passion. Yeah. yeah. It's passion. Well, yeah. and it's what's familiar. That's what we know and that feels safe. So it's easy to just keep repeating that pattern because you're like, well, this might not be what's good, but at least I, I know it. So That's it right. feels. Yeah. But to right. Taylor's point, I found somebody who. As a personality, and we can get out of the woo-woo, I think it might be helpful, and just go, like, practically, Val was... It's like, I want to go on a road trip, right, that takes me to freedom. Mm-hmm. We could call that whatever you want. You could say enlightenment or salvation or whatever. I just want to be free. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to be free. I want us to be free. I want us to wake up from illusion because yeah. there's a lot of suffering there. Yeah, Valerie is like the car. that, that You know what I mean? She's more yeah. than that. But I'm just saying she, that my relationship is like the car yeah. that I'm driving towards the sunset. Yeah. Right? I want a fucking nice car. I want a kind car. Yeah. I'm a look at me. She's an I see you. That's important. Yeah. Like, I'm not proud of it. Mm. But I'm just like, I've opened up the brain of Pete Holmes. I can't help it. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, it's, I'm not giving up. I'm better than I used to be. But I'm a watch me dive kid. Watch me dive. Watch me dive. <laughs> yeah. And I found the, the mom. I, I understand paging Dr. Freud. But in, the, in this comparison, she's the mom that puts the magazine down to watch me dive. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Dad's off stepping on a nail. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where the fuck is dad? I want that. I want her to go, I see you. It calms me down. Yeah, yeah. It makes me feel yeah. alive. I can't help it. We're crazy people. I know you're yes. next in a book. Yeah. But no, no, I'm crazy too. Yeah. Yeah. We're crazy. If you've ever done stand-up, there's something <laughs> in crazy. you and it, needs and that. that's yeah, yeah. okay. Just yeah. find the person that like has the gear. I have an ICU gear. Val comes home and tells me about her dance class, and I'm I'm there. I know what she's looking for because I need it too, and I can give mm-hmm. it to her. Yeah, totally. Because I'm, yes. But honestly, that has a lot to do with the fact that I, I I'm where I wanted to be. Like I don't know if I could have done that when I was 25. Right. But I can do it when I'm yeah. 40. Uh, yeah. I needed it so badly. I was like, I can't give you any. I need it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a dance class. Who gives a shit? Dance class. What do you wear a hat and you write on the board? Let's cha cha cha. What what is that? Like doing bits constantly. Oh no. Yeah. There is a very practical level to like this person works for me. Like definitely. And I got it and I got the cues. And you need that. You need to find somebody who makes you feel safe enough and loved enough to get to that like unconditional woo woo. What you're talking about. And we're luckier than we even knew we were. Yeah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When I uh, got married to Val, we, I wasn't that into this stuff. You know, I guess it's been seven years. So I remember when I made the decision uh, to like... I was like, could this be my person? Mm-hmm. Like, we, we were long distance, and we, we really just kind of, it was very much like The Bachelor would meet, meet in San Francisco and <laughs> yeah. stay in nice hotels. Jamaica. So I was yeah. like, yeah, we, we're doing great when we're, like, in paradise. Right. Sure, like, yeah. Is this a thing? And I really felt like it was, and, and that and that shift happened. But, like, I didn't know how right I was. This is this is important. Like, intuition and heart intelligence and gut intelligence is super important. That's why when we talk about love, I, I don't think it's it's fair to think about love. That's what we do in, in the westernized world, in the Greek logic world, is is we think about things and, and we weigh pros and cons. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, and this is why I have to be really careful when giving people advice about love, is it's like you're dealing with a very mysterious, intuitive ethereal thing yeah. that like when my heart chose Val it was my heart my head was like I think she won't embarrass us you know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> but my man. heart was yeah. probably picking up on a million yeah. little cues that was going like psychologically spiritually there's potential here the yeah. fact that like Val is into this. I don't. I never. I. It's. It's surprising because I'm in you know podcast mode. I never like push the stuff that I. I don't even like to say believe that I enjoy, uh, spiritually on Val. But she found it on her own, yeah. and oh, now we nice. hang out and and we can speak the same language. I'm mm. like, what That's are the great. fucking chances? Like yeah. when I met you, we were both just like, recovering Christians. That was important though. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about head stuff, it was, I, was, I was like, I like that you're also an ex-Christian. Yeah. yeah. matters to me that we can kind of talk about praise songs. And, yeah. Well, it was a huge part of your life. Yeah. That's what I mean. Identity, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that she liked comedy. Like, I, yeah. I was old enough. See, what I love about you, because you, you're engaged, right? I mean, uh, I, kind of. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> we're having, like, we're having some stuff Dish. right now where we're like, we're a little young. It's <laughs> oh, like, it's like, there's some issues that we, I thought were resolved and kind of aren't, and we're, we're in like this weird spot now where like I'm like, oh, I'm 25. Yeah. And like he's 27 and I think we've like we've really been together for a year like right now. That's a lot of And so we're kind of like, okay, maybe we just take a little time on that. Yeah. So it was more that and like we moved in together and I think part of me just wanted me to like show my dad the ring and be like, "See? I didn't make a mistake. <laughs> like this is the guy, you know You're what I so mean?" Smart. So, You're so that's wise. what we're we're doing <laughs> crazy right now. Wise. But. but the thing about your dad is is yeah. super. That's like 10 years of therapy, but like old <laughs> right. T-Toms will run it through the <laughs> through the program. That's incredible. Cuz yeah, I don't I don't have that with my partner. Oh, yeah. My partner's never been like religious and hasn't really been through any trauma or anything, and that's been something. Like I did a whole Conan set about it cuz yeah. I was like, I don't know 
what to really connect on in the beginning when we right. first started dating where I was kind of like, I don't know. Right. There's nothing for me. You you haven't also been like in pain to that yeah. level. And it's like hard because you don't want them to feel pain because you're like, I love you. I don't want you to ever feel anything bad. But then you're also like, but it would be easier for me if you yeah. did. <laughs> so we yeah. could kind of right. talk about it. I just, I mean, Val and I have very similar emotional damage. Too. Yeah. I didn't know that mm-hmm. until we were together. Mm-hmm. And that is like, you see, you're, you're very wise. The thing I was going to say was that you have, you knew I was like this before. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that you have to say that in an argument, but with my first wife, there was no, I remember she, she was like, you have a set? And she said it kind of disappointed. Yeah. And you're so sensitive. When you're starting stand-up, you're so scared of doing stand-up anyway. Like, it was, right. it's not like you just sail out and yeah. kill and yeah. don't get yeah. recognized by the, the door guy. <laughs> it's not like that. It's a terrifying endeavor, so you want support. It's yeah. like someone's going like, you're going into the dark wood with nothing but a butter knife to fight the dragon again? Yeah. If you're like, oh, yeah. I need your help! Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, the second... Uh, I hate to put it in these terms, but it is my second marriage. Like, I, I really benefited that they knew I, you knew I was a, a, abominable when you married me. That's a, mm. a, a, a Yeti talking. It was a New Yorker cartoon I drew. <laughs> it was the snowman, I love the, the abominable, abominable snowman, snowman saying, oh, You knew I was abominable when you married me. <laughs> but Val knows, like, that's so valuable to me. And, and you'll have yeah. that no matter what because you're already, you know, up and churning. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the but the emotional thing is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I when you did my podcast, we talked about like you're like a forty year old, and I just mean physically. I just mean like. Can <laughs> <laughs> I just mean like crow's feet? Wise, um, it's kind of graying. Just, yeah. <laughs> but like that's also why it's like you're forty. You're you're as developed I'm, I'm 40 so I'm like you're yeah. as developed and you have as much wisdom as I do and that's why I'm not worried about it mm-hmm. um, when you told me that you were engaged at Largo I guess I did have like a flare up of like wow she is really young and you were probably yeah. getting a lot of that yes a lot and, of that and and it's that's hard I was mm-hmm. engaged when I was 22 so like yeah. I know what that feels like is people are <laughs> like yeah. you, can, you can tell <laughs> right. even yeah. that and this isn't what it was I, I, I was supportive but also like I remember people being like cool yeah. but they're worried here's here's one quote it's not really a quote but I'm trying to play the game of the show it's like I just don't want anything I don't want to do anything that like Pete died oh really he smoked right I'm gonna explain right. Taylor's divorce really she got married when she was 25 right. I don't want any like obvious mm-hmm. like quick oh, explanations yeah right right yeah. like Pete died what yeah. he went to Arby's every day I know, <laughs> you know what I mean like That'll I just do don't it. want yeah. like a one sentence explanation yeah. Yeah. not to say that there's lots of people that get young oh, ton- married young tons, and but they're it's fine. also hard to ignore a lot of people going I got married in my 20s and maybe I shouldn't have or people right. going like um, I'm so glad I waited till I was 33, you know, cause I know who I am now. Like there was so much of that that I was getting. And even like, I've been doing a joke about it this last week on stage of like, even people who were like, mm, yeah, I mean, I got married at 25 and you're like, aren't you still together? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we are. You know, yeah. where it's like, okay. So in that situation, you just like stuck it out. Like in it's, a weird way. Yeah. I look at my wife leaving me as like incredible. 
yeah good fortune like grace like i never yeah. would have left i don't think i ever would have left her yeah I how long were you guys together we were together six years seven years total you got you so okay together yeah. for a year yep. <laughs> i'm sorry oh no, it's hard I'm christianity dies hard um it's so fun well it did feel very christian to yeah. me mm. is what it felt and that's okay. Yeah. You know what else felt Christian was everybody's reaction to the earthquake. I was like, you guys are such <laughs> amateurs when it comes to like thinking the world is going to end. We are, we've lapped you. And also like sensitivity to sex stuff. I was like, consent? I, I didn't ask for consent. I asked for hand in marriage. Yeah. Like, you guys are way behind us. Come on, you guys. And then, you, it up. Yeah. And then you think the world is going to end and you're all fucking panicking. Like yeah. we grew up going like the world could end at any moment. Right. Yeah. In Jesus coming back. Like you guys are fucking amateurs when it comes to panic. <laughs> you guys don't know what you're doing. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, it, but Christianity does die hard. Yeah, I was gonna ask. So, you did you meet your first wife when you were twenty two, or you got married? Like married when we were twenty two. When I was twenty two. So I and it had a lot. That's why I'm sorry. Oh no, go ahead. It had a lot to do with pleasing my mother. Yeah, and 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 you're like, we already had sex, so we have to. Right, Uh, and we're living together. I was moving to Chicago. Taylor, listen to how (laughs) obvious. I don't know why I picked you. I could pick all three of you. (laughs) Is the idea that like I wanted to move to Chicago to do comedy? This is like Mm. the most vagina dryening. story ever I wanted to move to Chicago but you don't move in with your girlfriend so we got married yeah. we got married based the date we picked was based on when improv Olympic classes started. oh my god like oh she, my and god. she said yes and she said well I never proposed it was just like was kind just of like discussed really? we were just like I know I, wow. I can't you I know, called yeah. her in the my mom is so sad. Over the phone too? Did you guys talk about how but you it was good prayed news. about it? Was my it mom good? and I? No, no, like you and your, your wife. Was it a situation where like, I've just been praying about it and I feel like you're my wife. We weren't that, we, we weren't yeah. that bad. If that's yeah. bad or if that's good, we weren't that good. Yeah. But it was like, I, it's worse. It's mm. so, it's like, I'm never worried. This is, I'm sorry. I'm just straight up advice you didn't ask for. I'm never worried about you. I'm worried about dudes. Because listen <laughs> to this story. This dude went to dinner, lunch with his mother at Chili's. And she was like, you should get married. And I was like, okay, mama. Like, it's like the saddest. Oh, yeah. And then I called her. Maybe it's not dudes. It's just like youth is is troubling. Yeah. So it's not dudes. Yeah. I'm worried about youth. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're still, that's why when you're like, I wanted to show my dad that I had the ring and stuff before we're 30 I don't want to be too broad here but before we're 30 we don't really we haven't cut enough of those ties even though I believe maybe you have no definitely not I I hadn't yeah I I really have so much faith in you that I'm like maybe you maybe you will like very soon it's not like you have to wait till you're 30 but for me I was still like the only time I teared up at my wedding this is some real fuck weird shit was when my mom we were dancing and she oh. whispered you did the right thing oh. that was the only time I cried oh. I didn't cry when I saw my wife yeah. I didn't cry during the vows I also cried it when they played oh. Be Thou My Vision during the verse where they say uh, riches I care not nor man's empty praise uh-huh. I was about to I was on the launch pad to go and search for riches and man's empty praise yeah. so they play the hymn where they say like I want God I don't want empty praise I'm like I'm in the empty praise business oh and yeah. then my mama tells me you did the right thing and I start crying and I'm like we're we're dealing with a lot of here but here's the thing this is the good ending it's like you're free you're free yeah you're not I'm not my I am biologically my mother's son but I'm not 
Yeah. I'm I'm whatever I want. This is what I mean when I say freedom. Right. And that's why it's exciting when you go like, let's let's hit pause or just because I see agency. Yeah. We ha- we have these scripts running and these stories running that go like I was like, well, you get married before you move to Chicago. Right. And 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 you're supposed to be this way cuz I saw my dad be that way and yeah. and all that shit kind of blew up in my face. When I realized I was free to be who I really am, I was free to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Like that's basically I went to therapy for 10 years after my wife and the whole thing was just like, who cares? That's all he would ever say is I would be like, well, I felt this way. I'd be like, who cares? That's a type of love. That's a person saying yes to you. Because like, well, I really wanted, I was in a toxic relationship, not anybody we've been talking about. I'd be like, I really wanted to, uh, she was screaming at me and it was like, get in your car, go to a hotel, order room service. And yeah, I was like, right. yeah. he just like taught me how to be free. Yeah, I was so codependent that I thought you needed a girlfriend to get a massage. <laughs> I know that's a stupid example. I get massages alone all the fucking time. Right. Yeah. You don't need a girlfriend or a wife or a boyfriend to go to a nice restaurant. Yeah. There's, there's something beautiful and free and going like, I'm doing this. I, the story I was told was couples go to massages. It's a stupid example, but it, it's 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 showing how unfree I was. Yeah, you right. Know, and I right. needed therapy, and I needed all that stuff. Wow. So, what right. is like this trans like this transformation that you've made? Now you consider yourself a former Christian or ex Christian. How is how are things with your family now? Like did that <laughs> did that? I mean, if I can ask, I don't know. But did that uh, cause oh, a lot man. of a lot I, of shit? Or I, it did. What a good question. <laughs> a lot of shit. <laughs> I did. Um, I did the, I think it's called the Bad Catholic Podcast, and he was he was talking to me. I was doing my thing. I was full of coffee and, I don't know, sugar. And I really tore into him about enlightenment and freedom and all this stuff. And he was talking about how he didn't want to lose his friends. And I just yelled, like, I playfully yelled at him. I was yeah. like, you don't want to lose friends for divine union? <laughs> <laughs> An infinite bliss, and that's not just like a, a concept. That's like a thing. That's a that's a thing you can feel. You're listening to this in your car right now. You can tap into it. And sometimes things like parents and old friends, bad relationships, bad friendships are in the way. This is something my therapist said. His he. This is some, this is weird. Now you're talking to like a different side of me, which is fine. There's like thirty of me, so you can pick whichever one you want. It's a very hyper practical one. My therapist was like. You know, a lot of corporations, not that we should model our lives after corporations, but he was like, a lot of uh, huge corporations will fire the bottom 5%, mm. no matter, not because they're performing badly, but because they're the bottom 5%. Oh. Now, I don't understand anything about business. I don't know if that's a good strategy or not. Apparently, it is for a lot of these things. But there's something about that where you're just like, you're going to have some friends and some family people. Mm. Like, for me, it was always like, these, these are friends that, like, whenever we hang out, the conversation always just goes to a toxic place. Mm. Where I was just talking about, like, who got what we should have gotten, who's yeah. a hack, who sucks, and would always be drinking and smoking cigarettes and just, like, you know, trying to pick up waitresses or whatever it was. Nothing wrong yeah. with waitresses. I'm just yeah. saying that the energy of, I don't yeah. even like the word trolling, but it was just like nastiness yeah. that I didn't like. I was like, what yeah. am I doing at Ye Rustic Inn? Like, I shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't be here. Like, look at my face. I don't belong. These wings aren't that good, guys. You're just drunk. So, like, it's it's very callous. But I'll bring it to family. People like this more. When it comes to losing friends. But that's true. There, I noticed that there would be some friends that would sort of 
they were good people. I, I, I still love a lot of these people, but they, I, I didn't see the need to keep them in the heavy rotation. In yeah. My life. yeah, it sounds yeah. so callous. I don't care. It's fine. It's easier to talk about with with your family because everybody hates their family secretly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But like, yeah, it's a problem. Like my mom, like I wrote a book and it's, it lays out all this stuff. And my, my parents just like openly say like, I don't like what you wrote. Like I'm proud that you wrote a book. I don't like what you wrote. Mm-hmm. And like my dad will be like, God, the first part was good. The first yeah. part's about him. Yeah. It's even negative, but at least wow. he's in it. Yeah. And then it starts getting into this hippy dippy stuff. And I was like, yeah. You know what I said to somebody on the podcast recently? I was like, that's what the money is for. <laughs> uh, I, that's what they're so paying you, can go you for. you do stuff. Oh, I thought you were going to say that's what the money's for, is to fill time when you feel bad about how your parents feel. Oh, that's feel. hilarious. You're like, all right, well, I'll go to Universal Studios. Like, <laughs> I That's so good. Kind of. But like B.B. King said, I, did the sh- I do the shows for free. They pay me to travel. Mm-hmm. I wrote the show for free. They paid me to compensate for the emotional damage of having yeah. parents be like, Basically, yeah. a little bit disappointed. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, it's really empowering to, okay, to use a story for a benefit because this works all the time. I use the story of comedian all the time to get away with saying things you're not supposed to say. Yeah. He's a comedian and people love it. Even at a right. barbecue, yeah. they're like, no, that's a story. <laughs> yeah. I'm benefiting from that story. Right. I also benefit and embody and enjoy the story of I'm an artist. You're not supposed to like it. Yeah. yeah, I go. It's not for mamas. It's not for you. Yeah. I go. It'd be weird if I did write it for you. Yeah, I wrote a sex memoir for you. <laughs> right. My yeah. mom. My mom was like, I got to the weird part of your book. I was like, the part about the sex, and she was like, No, the part about Ramdas. I was like, There's all these weird sex stories in it, and she was like, Fine with those. She was like, I, she was like, I didn't know you were that creative. That's what she said about the sex part. Oh my oh, god. No. Oh. So fucking weird. I know. So funny. Douche chills. But you're being the artist when you're like at a fancy party or or whatever it is that you want. You're on vacation with your family. That that's the reward, I suppose. But it's also fuck that shit. I'm going back on what I say. The reward is freedom. I'm free to say what I want. Anne Lamont was like. As soon as it happens to you, it's your story. Yep. And she right. says, if you want, if your family wishes you would write about them more uh, graciously, they should have Be- behaved more yep. graciously. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. It happened to me. It's my story. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you were you were drinking and fighting. Like fuck off. Yeah. That's my story. My dad can be like, "Wow, well, kids remember things wrong." I'd yes. put the memory of a twelve year old against. Yes. Uh, that guy yep. any day. Right. Like, right. and I'm sorry that we differ, but like, eh, yeah. you hear the anger. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah I lo- you lose your parents. I was just, so Rob Bell, a, a hero of mine, Love Wins. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about that last night. We went to dinner last night and we were just like, it's crazy, but like, you, you do lose people. The scene in the movie, we're always telling it metaphorically, the scene where like, the guy is backstage and he's going to go into the green room to meet the Beatles, but they can't let his friend in. Mm. If you, this is yeah. a cliche. It's like we've seen it a million times. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for they can't come with you. Yeah. Jay-Z was yeah. talking about that. He was like, people are like, you've changed. He's like, you think I did all this work to stay the same? Right. Like, oh, that's Yeah. Good. That's and you can't good. do what you used to do. I don't yeah. go to Chili's in Burlington anymore. And it's not because I go to fancy <laughs> Hollywood parties. I don't. It's 
because I stay at home with my wife and my baby and I go and do spots and I'm fucking I'm the architect of my life I'm right. doing it I'm not living the story of like well you're from Boston you're supposed to like the Red Sox fucking eat a dick a flaming dick <laughs> like I can do whatever I want and anyone listening you can do whatever you want you're free to move in any yeah. direction and anybody that's telling you a spiritual story or a cultural story or a gender story or any story they're just telling you some bullshit someone told them. Yeah. You are yeah. free. You are the universe. That's what I mean when I'm saying you're the universe. You're anything. Right. You're everything. Yeah. So, yeah, my parents and I don't get along. <laughs> I, I can't. Yeah. They come and visit and I'm just like, I, it's painful to say, but my mom came and I was just like, you fly from Boston to bring me pain. Like, it sucks Aww. because we want to get together and enjoy yeah. each other. But she's in so, she just has so much pain that she comes and like delivers it to me Mm. and i don't really know she doesn't mean to and she doesn't plan on that and and it hurts me but i'm just sort of like this is rough yeah you know that's why i'm always talking about jesus you know said that i didn't come to i think it's so funny that the mormons use jesus to like make this pro-family message when you look at the gospels it's a very it's pretty it's pretty (laughs) anti-family were Mm -hmm. you a mormon no, I, I was raised uh, Catholic slash Christian okay. in different schools and stuff, but now okay. I'm agnostic, basically. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, it's not a, it's a pretty uh, wild message. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You don't kill a guy that's like, you should just play board games every Saturday. Like, <laughs> right. That's not a message that you murder a guy for. Yeah. Yeah. You murder a guy who's basically saying what I'm saying in a much better way uh, with cool miracles and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but you're saying like, you know fucking Caesar and you and me in the mountain it's all it's all just a fucking game and yeah. wake up like that's yeah. that's very dangerous mm. to power systems yeah, definitely but anyway he said I didn't come to to bring brother uh, brothers together he's like I didn't come to bring peace but a sword he's talking about fucking shit up yeah he's talking about his what happened to Jesus I believe metaphorically in the story is what happens to you your friends betray you. Judas betrays you. Everybody turns their backs on you. Peter turns his back on him. You're crucified, but then you die. You rise again as your true self, as mm. as Christ, as the Christ, as as everything. Basically, mm-hmm. is what the Christ means. It yeah. doesn't mean savior. It doesn't mean king of kings. It means this. It's you wake up to your oneness with everything. And yeah, your small group is not going to understand. I gave you love wins. Mm -hmm. I gave my mom love wins. She loved it. She called me on my birthday. She's crying. It changed her life. Next time I see her a month later, her small group had gotten to her. Mm -hmm. You got to make a fucking choice. Which is it? Do you want to believe in the God that your heart resonates with? And your intuition responds to? Or do you want to be a member of a fucking small group? Yeah. Fuck your small group. <laughs> yeah. And fuck your family. And yeah. fuck your friends. Yeah. We're talking about infinite truth. Yeah. You, Fire you, up right now. You, you, <laughs> you, 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 won't, you won't drop that <laughs> right. for everything. Right. Yeah. right. And you right. can still have them. You just won't have that. Yeah. Yeah. What it's is like love story? Wins. You won't have that story. Yeah. Love Wins is that, um, that book by Rob Bell. Uh, okay. should, that, I, I don't that. know if I even talked to you guys about it, but I read it, and it's the one I gave my dad. Oh, you're the, you're the only dad. person oh. I've given it to that had this a similar response as me. Oh, really? Yeah, I give it oh, to wow. everybody. I sent it I to Bill Burr. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it to anybody that I talk to that's yeah. uh, recovering Christian or former Christian or still a Christian. Yeah, but like grapples with the only issue that I think is 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 worthy of taking the whole thing down. Yeah, which is the story that. 
I, I like to go right for the jugular when I yeah. talk to my mother because she doesn't believe in basically we're talking about um, heaven and hell and, and, yeah. and the story is fucked that the idea that this is all just a waiting room and a test and the, and that if you're bad and good zoom out by the way as you tell the story really zoom out into the known universe and think of how small you are and, and you touched a boob in, in 12th grade and, and <laughs> right. something the fucking undulating fountain of infinity that we were talking about is going and now I shall yeah. murder and torture him like yeah. it just doesn't make any sense so yeah. and if you look at the at the gospels and stuff it's it it's not really in there it's it's a very greek idea that god is an old man on a cloud that zeus uh, and even jesus himself is referencing hades when he whenever he invokes the the image the metaphor of hell he says hades he never says hell yeah. He says Hades, or he says Gehenna, which is where they burn the garbage. So these yeah. are these are fire metaphors. <laughs> this is the idea that you're being refined and cleaned and cleansed. Fire wasn't just seen as torture; it was seen as something that was moving in a direction, redemption, like yeah. like a like a, a, a helpful fire in a forest. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm. It's a, it's a story, but we don't understand that. We don't have that in our world. So fire is just something you touch and you burn. And so it's a torture place. When my mom is like, "I don't believe in love wins," I'm like, "So six million Jews die in the Holocaust and they go to hell." That's what yeah, you believe? Right. Yeah. Just just say it then. Yeah. That, I have a bit about it. It doesn't work. But I go like, yeah. be as crazy as your beliefs. If you believe that, get a bullhorn and go out in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. be a doctor that yeah. secretly thinks your patient is going to hell. Yeah. Scream it. If that's what you, because I don't think it is what you really believe. Right. Because right. I think it's what you were told. I think it's a story that you, were, that you inherited yeah. because of when and where and to whom you were born. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. were handed this fucking turd mm-hmm. <laughs> that you were told that you don't love God if you don't uphold this belief that everyone in the Holocaust, when they died from a horrible way, went to another horrible place for eternity. That's where they are because they, they were so close. They were Jewish. Yeah. 70% <laughs> right. of our book is their book. And they were so close, but they didn't have Jesus, so they go to hell forever. Yeah. Well, Forever. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You really believe that? Like, let's really unpack that. Get to Koreatown with a bullhorn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want don't you. Don't just like let me passing. ask you that and go, I mean, yeah. yeah? Like, right. yeah. Right. I used to be passing as a normal person all the time. And I would have thought 15 years ago, I would have thought all three of you were going to hell. Even you probably. Yeah. Especially you. Really? Because you turned your back <laughs> yeah, right. on, the, on the spirit. Yes. So I just uh-huh. have a chat with you. Yeah. Penn Jillette said that when he did my podcast. He was like, if you think a train is coming for me and my foot is stuck in the track, it's your moral obligation to do everything you can. That's, that's when I see the people screaming. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, at least they have conviction. I think they're wrong, obviously, yeah. and I think they're misguided. But I also think it's fucking weird to just be a lawyer. And at the end of our consultation, you're not going to say, by the way, say this magic prayer or you're going to burn. Yeah. Just a magic prayer. You won't withstand a little awkwardness to save me from flames. You don't believe it. Yeah. You don't really believe it. Yeah. I don't, I'm saying for me, I didn't really believe it. I can't speak for them. Yeah. And I don't want to condescend. I didn't really believe it. If yeah. I did, I would have been grabbing everybody. <laughs> Going yeah, on the right. Vegas Strip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Let me help you. Absolutely. But it doesn't work because it doesn't make sense. We're yeah. t- going back to love and intuition. We have no yeah. value for heart intelligence, gut intelligence, spiritual intelligence. Something that goes like the God that I see, the, the yes, the yes. God is love. God is yes. The yes that I see loves diversity. Mm-hmm. And rain and sun shines on everything. And, and it's not just one type of flower, Christians. It's millions of varieties of flower. It loves diversity. Mm-hmm. It delights in diversity. Mm-hmm. Flowers make no sense. They're beautiful and they're different. I understand. Yeah. 
that they make sense, <laughs> that there's a game being played. Right. Uh, all that stuff. But I'm saying it's not one type of flower, but we're all going around thinking we're, we're lilies. We have to make everybody a lily. Yeah. We, Richard Rohr says we've made a God like us instead of the other way around. Mm. So we're afraid. We're jealous. We're vindictive. We're violent. We're angry. So we make a God that, that's like that instead mm. of the God that I see. Which, which is this. Look at this diversity. Look at this. At least three white women. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Not a diversity. Right. Look deeper. Diverse Look deeper. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I understand yeah. Uh, yeah. not diverse in the way that we usually mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you couldn't yeah. be more different. That's yeah, true. no, it Very makes true. sense that when you're becoming free, that you're losing people uh, because they're no, because they're <laughs> they're still true. they're still attached to like their ego and your ego, or your they look at you. This is Taylor Tomlinson. They don't look at you as part of this bigger thing that's, that's happening, it's and true. so it makes sense. That's, I feel like I feel like if you're not losing people, you're probably not doing shit right. Yeah, you're right. probably not really going hard on being free. No, and so you still got everybody, and you're still keeping everybody in these little groups, and you're just yeah. you know tending to everybody, and you're probably not really being you or. Right. Yeah. It or whatever. Right. Yeah. No, I think it's a good, I think it is a good indication that things are going well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dropping like flies. It's, right. it's also a test for you. Do you like really believe this? Because your, your mom looks disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Can you, can you handle, that's, that's why I've always loved the Jews for Jesus. That sounds like a joke. But anybody that would turn from, I also love the Mormons for the same reason. Mm. I also love the Scientologists for the same reason. I love anybody that will uh, undergo scorn oh, yeah. for, for their uh, conviction. Yeah. I, I think all three of those things that I just mentioned obviously are not my preferred methods, and I, I don't want to put them down. I understand that for, especially Scientology can be very um, whatever. You know, we've seen the documentaries. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, if somebody is, like, willing to go, like, I'm chasing... I think they're chasing the same thing I'm chasing. I just yeah. think their method might take a goofy left. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But, but the part of me that respects that is the part of me that respects. It's the same thing with flat earthers. If you really want to get weird about it, I respect anybody that's going, what the fuck? What the fuck? I think they're yeah. wrong. I think they're wrong. Let's be very clear about that. Yeah. They're wrong. But I admire the kernel that goes like, I don't take anything as a given and mm. I'm going to buy a gyroscope and stand in New Mexico <laughs> and be like, see? Yeah. Those people are like one click away from good scientists. You know what I mean? If they would just soften. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I want them to be scientists. Data and research. <laughs> I, I mean, if they're 15, yeah. by the time yeah, they're 40. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Like yeah. you're starting, all of the things that I just mentioned are all goofy and weird and we look down on them. But they all start from a pure place. That's why I think it's fucked. What happened to us is that we that we had a yearning for connection. Mm -hmm. And then that gets, they go like, okay, come in this room. And there's a lot of people with yearning for connection. But it's not. Yeah. It's certainty worship. And it's membership. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, certainty worship. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah. So you just That's go like, we have the answers and they don't have the answers. And as many people, not just me, have said, isn't it funny that it's always your group that has the answer? It's, it, yeah. You're never like the group that's like, I don't know about us. It's yeah, always right. you're in yeah. and everyone else is out. Right. So it's yeah. fucked. But it started from something so pure. And that's why the biggest, probably the biggest passion, yeah, I'm going to say the biggest passion of my life, is, is sort of rescuing. That's why I say I'm Christ-leaning. I like to say I'm Christ-leaning. Mm. I like those stories and I like rescuing them and finding the real meaning behind them. Because it's not... 
everyone's going to hell. It's not gay people are the devil. It, it's not even the devil. Like, it's, you're, you're fucked. You, we don't know how to read stories. We don't know how to read Semitic poetry. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And we're looking at it like you're looking at an Ikea assembly thing. It's like, if we do this, we get, we build the kingdom of heaven, and now we have it, and we can watch the football game? <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, if you're not watching a football game and going like, isn't it weird that if there was no clock, this wouldn't exist? Yeah. Like, if there's no timer, and go like, wow, time. <laughs> like, that, play, play the game, but don't get lost in the game. Be right. in the world, but not of it. Like, do a podcast, but don't forget that this conversation and everything we do is about shaking off the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so much sexier than, than it became about me being right. It's about, it's ineffable, too. Once you're there, you can't talk about it. So all of this is a waste. Yeah. But it's, it's not a waste. It's like, yeah. it's not it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like every time I take psychedelics or something, I go like, wow, Earth Pete, he's doing his best, but Mm. he's not even close. Right. Terrence McKenna says the universe isn't uh, stranger than we suppose, it's stranger than we can suppose. Mm -hmm. We sort of forget that. Yeah. And it becomes about like, are you a Baptist? Yeah. 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 See the tiny speck in this infinite universe going, are you a Baptist? Did you jerk off today? <laughs> like, yeah, right, the zooming right. out's so important. Do you believe in a so literal seven-day creation? Like, <laughs> right. What just asked me that? Yeah, yeah. If you really, if I, I love sharing this as much as I can. It's, it's what's asking is, is it? Mm-hmm. Isness is it? This is my big. This is what they call the big truth, right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. You'll hear it a thousand times, and on the thousand and one time, maybe you'll hear it. That's how it was for me. Is that like? The things that are going around going like, do you believe in God? Are you a Mormon? Are you a Baptist? Are you flat earth? Are you a Scientology? Whatever it is, it's the thing that's looking at your eyes is it. That's what they mean when they say you are it. And it sounds very new agey, but in the Old Testament, when Moses asked God what his name is, God says, I am that I am. Very Popeye, right? He goes, I am. But he's saying, I am emness. Mm-hmm. That was the first metaphor that we had for the quality of being itself, yeah. consciousness. Yeah. God saying, I am, I am. Yeah. Like, that, but what are you? You are I am. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying I'm God. I'm not saying you're God. I'm saying that's what they say. You're the indwelling. That's what yeah. Christians say. You're the indwelling of God or you're the house of the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? This goes back in every tradition, by the way, that there's something, there's a drop. If God's the ocean, there's a drop of it in here and it's what's right. making you work. Mm. So what you're looking for, as St. Francis said, is what you're looking with. Mm-hmm. I did this on the ride over. You want to talk about a quote. What you're looking for is what you're looking with. In the Upanishads, they say, not what the eye can see, that whereby the eye can see. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what's eternal and not here what men adore is basically the rest of it. It's not what you see. Well, this is evident. It's that you're seeing. Oh, That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's the end. But yeah. the ego would rather keep playing the game. Maybe it's in the next book. Maybe it's in the next religion. Maybe it's in the next conversation. Maybe it's in the next label or story. I'm an agnostic. Maybe if I'm a Christ, Pete said Christ-leaning. Maybe if I'm a Christ-leaning agnostic, mm. fuck it. It's here now. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're here now. You're accepted now. You're a part of it. Right. Christians look at the world like they're, they're kind of visiting it. You are it. Mm. Michael Gunger in his book, This, which I highly recommend, is called This. It's unbelievable. He talks about human beings are like as connected to the earth as a tree, 
we don't think of ourselves that way because he says we're the wireless upgrades. Like mm. we don't have to be rooted to the earth, mm, but yeah. of course you're a part of the earth, but you're a part of everything. It's like a soup. Yeah. It's not like empty space and there you are and you go around and this is where we get a lot of toxic masculinity. We go around and we fuck things and stuff. You're fucked. You're, you're fucking yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> there's, no, there's no escaping the oneness is what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 My God. I, I just love listening to you talk because afterward I always feel like Fired up and also terrified <laughs> and also like I gotta go be present. Yeah, somewhere. So like I need to meditate. I need yeah, to meditate. Yeah. yeah. I so mean, tired. oh my gosh, I don't want to keep you too long, but like no, you don't have yeah, to do anything. You're... <laughs> just be. Yeah, I'm just, afraid uh, to say anything. Just sit here yeah. forever until we die. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if you guys listen, if you guys haven't heard Pete's podcast, I mean, it's a huge podcast. You probably have at least heard of it. Uh, you made it weird. It's so good. And I've been listening to it since I was like 17 years old. And like. So three was, years then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so you should definitely go check that out if you're sitting there like, well, you're ending the podcast. There's so there's so much more. Yeah, Russell Brand just did it. Say. And we, oh, we cool. went real. Really? Oh my God. Oh, I can only imagine. It's the most recent episode. Oh, I'm so okay. excited. It was fucking crazy. Okay, okay. cool. Yeah, yeah. this will come out in a week, I, I believe. So. Okay, and so then, it'll be the. A week ago. Yeah. And then the episode after that is our episode on open relationships, which we recorded a couple weeks ago. And I love, I just love everything you said about like that you want good for people. And I think that's like a great thing for That one I thought we were going to be open. Oh, I I want to ask you something. I have so many questions. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I I love that idea of just like wanting, wanting good for the person and wanting them to be happy. Right. My favorite pro open relationship thing is they're like, well, they're like uh, open relationships. They have the stats or whatever. They're like they end, and they're like so do close. So do close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. It's an, I think one of the reasons Val and I, you can listen to. There's a period on the podcast. I never said that Val and I were considering being open. What it was was we were long distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I wasn't seeing her, uh, it was. It's actually pretty funny. Like. I would have casual sex. And then at a certain point, as I was falling more and more with, in love with Val, I would be like, only, it's, it's kind of grotesque, but I'd be like, three-way or better. It's not, right. it, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah. it's gross, but it's like, yeah, yeah. I would have a three-way, but I don't want to just have like random sex. Right. It's like when right. you stop eating fast food, you're like, but if there's a creme brulee. I'm yeah, like, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. I thought yeah. you were going to say Chick-fil-A, but it sounds like creme brulee. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's the creme brulee of chicken. Yes. Um, but then eventually we didn't do it. And it's because my therapist, and I don't know if he's right, mm-hmm. but again, it, it just sort of resonated with me. He was like, love is so rare. I believe that Val mm-hmm. and I have a very rare love. And he goes, what are you going to do to protect it? The thing that, and that's very normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What he's saying is very basic. What I realized is that it wasn't worth it to me, the the mental energy, because I, again, I, I um, conceptually open. Yeah. You know I mean, I'm not possessed. I, like, there's, yes. a, there's a quality in me that I don't cling to Val. Yeah. Right. Um, and that I benefit from. Totally. So it's like believing it but not really acting on it. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I think can be so beneficial. Just it, even that I think I helps a lot. That. Yes, yeah. yes, totally. It's just, it's just a shift. It's like a vocab shift. This Absolutely. isn't my wife. I like to call her Val as much as I can. Like when I do stand-up, I try and establish that her name is Valerie so I can stop saying my wife. Um, I also say the car. I also say the house. Yeah. I think language matters. I think yeah. people are really fucking stupid when it comes to like, oh, they want to be called they? I'm like, this shit matters. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like little spells we put on each other. Yeah. And when you say my 
wife. Sometimes I say it to her, but it's different when I'm like, this is my goat. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit right. fucking weird. Right. But anyway, um, I realized that the thrill of, of random sex, which is a thrill, mm-hmm. it's like a fun thing, novelty, mm-hmm. new yeah. person. Yeah. Shiny new, new toy. Shiny new toy. New yeah. apartment. Like we watch Easy. Do you watch Easy? No. Yes. You should watch Easy. I love okay. Easy. You need so to watch good. Easy. Okay. So good. Now. Okay. Yeah. It, it explores this stuff from both sides perfectly. There's yeah. no agenda. It's not like anti-open. It's just information. It's just it's yeah. just really what it is. Wouldn't you yeah. agree? Yeah. Super realistic. Everything that it's so good. Okay. They're 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 getting into a lot of different stuff. One of the best yeah. shows that I don't yeah. know why everyone's not talking. I do know why because there's so much. Yeah, yeah. But it's one of those shows on Netflix that you're like this should be the front page every day yeah. Yeah. for okay. people like me. Um anyway, I just realized like novelty is not my priority. Mm, yeah. I get a lot of novelty from my work. That's yeah, why one totally. of the reasons why Val and I's relationship, and if I can say something positive for comedians that are married and stuff, is I get a lot of Indiana Jones out of my life. Yeah. yeah. I get uh, a lot yeah, of I love like, that. I get a lot of pain from it. Kind of <laughs> yeah. to your point. Like I get my suffering. Yeah, you're very pe- alive. People in, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think people in open things even want the suffering. They want yeah. a little bit of the turbulence. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying like even that, like I told him I was married, but fucking Jeremy keeps texting me. I'm, I think I'm gonna have to end it. Like we yeah. sort of enjoy that. Yeah, absolutely. something I say in the book. It's like it's a good episode of your life. It's like yeah, yeah. I sit down with Jeremy at a rainforest cafe. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the, the, the Best ranch in the business, in my opinion. Oh, ranchos. Oh, ranch. That's a one-hour mm, callback. Yes. <laughs> um, but I, I just realized when we're when we're really forget meditating. Meditating is not very easy to sell to people. But being quiet and being honest with ourselves and just being like, what is it you want? Mm-hmm. I like um, access is really important to me. Some people say money. Money is okay, but I like I like being able to go. Um, to a new place. I like I like being able to go to the comedy store and mm-hmm. park in the back. That's access. That sort of is something that Pete enjoys. Not the yeah. big me, but little me. Yeah. I like adoration. I mm-hmm. like being adored. And I get that from strangers, so I don't need Jeremy, and I don't yeah. need the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> I say this to Val all the time. I have sex with the audience all the time. It's just an <laughs> exchange yeah. of energy. Yeah. And people are making involuntary ecstasy noises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, really it's sexual. I, I don't mean to weird people out. It's sexual for them too. Everybody's, yeah. we're all getting lost in each other in a good show. Yeah. And then I want ascension. I want to progress spiritually. So those are my three things. Mm-hmm. One of them isn't novelty. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't really care what a new vagina looks like. Yeah. It's, it's just not for me. If I did, if I had to, I know for a fact that if I had sex with somebody, and I told Val, she would be very sad and she would be on my side. Yeah. Right? Well, I yeah. also know that it just wouldn't, the third thing that we've created, even though we can't, here's what it is you can do whatever you want. And at a certain point, you go like, what boundaries am I going to put on myself? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, those boundaries are going to be different for you and for you and for you and for me. I figured out for me, I go like, uh, we could have sex with these, you know, <laughs> you can find it in other ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Is that a threesome story about to happen? I was going to say, like, yeah. we, we'd be open to something like that. That's not, I don't think that's that weird. Yeah. But because you do it together. Right, yeah. right, right. I like yeah. that. Excluded. Yeah. Totally. I like going, like, our third thing could have some weird thing in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be in 
and everything together. That's yeah. what I like. You just want to be on the same team going, all right, well, then we are going to fuck other people. Right. And be on the same page about it. Right. Yeah. Which is, right. You know, it's it's a totally different thing than like yeah. people just wanting novelty and sneaking around and rather yeah. than two people going, hey, we want to do this. Right. And right. we both know that we're going to do this. And I love yeah. you. And that's great. Right. right. Yeah. 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 It's like a best friend thing. Where you're like, does this person want to have sex with? Like that, <laughs> that, that has a different feel. Right. I'm also too much of a But even if it's not a three-way, baby. just like the open thing. Like just yeah. right. you guys sat down and we're like, you know, yeah. this is what we're going to do. And you're both like, cool. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that could totally work. I also am aware that I'm a baby. I've, I've, I've seen enough, as much as wokeness as I like to share, I know I'm a baby. And Val and I have talked about this when we were watching Easy. I was like, if we were on the couch and I got the feeling that you were texting somebody else and they were making you laugh, mm. it would really hurt my feelings. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And like, we can play the that's not really me game. Yeah. But the truth is, is like, this is my software. I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm, not, yeah. I'm not going, those are the ABCs of me, baby. Yeah. But I also have yeah. to be respectful of how my nerve endings and my pain is real. And if yeah. Val is like, yeah. who the fuck is, you know, yeah. Steve? Yeah. yeah. And like, one day you accidentally call me Chimichanga. And I'm like, that's not my nickname. Like, yeah. I, intimacy yeah. gets me off. Um, and there's even a, a certain extent, if I'm being honest, yeah. mutual possession seems to be something that I enjoy. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, we just yeah. got the rabbit. We, I know that there's another podcast that's got to come. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Get out of my podcast studio! It's Monday morning. My Bill Burr impression. Thank you. Gotta so get much. in there. Thank Pete, you so wait, much uh, for Plug coming, all your Pete. shit. Uh, where, your book and everything, I and where people can find. First of all, I apologize for talking too much. No, I love this. Great. I wish we could have like a six-hour episode with you, yeah. honestly, because just yeah. everything was hitting home for me big time. Yeah. I get yeah. criticized for – so I'll plug my own podcast. And they say I talk too much on this. So when I'm a guest on someone's podcast, I'm like <laughs> – uh, So thank you for letting – for being so gracious. It's called You Made It Weird. Start with the Taylor Tomlinson episode. It's a great episode. Work your way up to mm. – Russell Brand's great. If you want a really funny one, Jenny Slate is really oh, funny. Oh, nice. Um, Josh Rubin is unbelievably hilarious. If you want deep ones, you'll know which ones those are. Richard Rohr, Rob Bell. And then my book is called Comedy Sex God, as you as you referenced. Awesome. And that's it. Cool. Right, Thank guys. you, Pete Holmes. Thank you, Pete Holmes. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, I'll be headlining the American Comedy Company in San Diego next weekend. Good club. Uh, yeah, I love it there. July 25th through the 27th. Do you so want my opener? Out. Yeah. Looks like an Ed Hardy bed, belt buckle. Fuck yes. Oh, it really good. does. That's so funny. <laughs> it works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> it works. It works. Uh, I don't have my dates pulled up. I know I'm in I'm in Dublin that weekend for the Vodafone Comedy Festival. So Fun. that'll be good uh, if you happen to be in Dublin. And then, oh, the week after that, I'm in Santa Barbara. Um, ttomcomedy.com. Just look at my tour dates. T-Toms. Yeah. Woo, and email me for creative consulting. I've been loving doing that with you guys. Fisher at gmail.com. Yay. Really? Thank you, email? Pete. Yeah, I just give him my direct email, baby. I'm going hard on me, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. You guys, we love you so much. Thank you for supporting Self Helpless. You can follow us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, at Self Helpless Podcast. And you can visit selfhelplesspodcast.com for all things Self Helpless. Learn about Patreon and how to sign up. Our merch is there. Information about our Facebook group and how to join. 
All the episodes you can listen to are on there, a little bit about the show. Our individual sites are linked there and our contact information, email and P.O. box if you want to send us some love letters. And you can follow us individually as well. I am at Delaney Fisher on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and DelaneyFisher.com, where you can watch my docu-comedy special, Love at First Cousin, for free. And then DicksByDelaney.com if you want to buy some dick mugs. Sweet. I'm at Kelsey Cook Comedy on Instagram, at Kelsey Cook on Twitter, KelseyCook.com for all tour dates and merch. And my album, Savor It, is still available to buy on iTunes. And you can watch Wrists of Fury, my foosball web series that has an episode of Taylor and Delaney uh, on the All Things Comedy YouTube channel. I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram and ttomcomedy.com for my Netflix special and all live tour dates. Sweet. We love you guys. So much. Yeah. Bye. 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 (laughs) Can you help? Can you help?